I'm Kara, and welcome to the Purpose Driven Mom podcast. Here at A Purpose Driven Mom, I believe in parenting with intentionality, but remembering the grace that God gives us to make things new every single day. I know that mom life can be hard and stressful, and it sometimes feels out of control, but here at A Purpose Driven Mom, the goal is to help you create systems and routines to just feel less overwhelmed, more in control of your time, your parenting, your life, and have more joy in your home. Mom life is hard enough. Don't do it alone. Welcome to The Purpose Driven Mom Show. Welcome to episode 36 of the Purpose Driven Mom Show. I'm excited to do a solo episode. I've had a lot of interviews, a lot of guests on, and today it's just you and me hanging out. Before we jump in, I have to say a huge thank you. The Purpose Driven Mom Show has only been around for seven months, and the other day we surpassed 20,000 downloads. That's 20,000 moms who've been able to work on themselves, who've been able to take time for them, and it's because of you. I'm going to be hosting a giveaway over on my Instagram, and it's all about you sharing the show. So all you have to do is go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, leave a review of the show, and if you've already done one, you're still eligible. Take a screenshot of that review tag it on your social media, tag me at a Purpose Driven Mom, and that will get you entered into a $20 Amazon gift card. Figure 20,000 downloads will do a $20 gift card. I may give out more than one. You have until the end of the weekend to do this. So if you're listening to that live, that means that you have until Sunday, January 19th. Go over and leave a review. It's very easy. You just have to scroll a little bit, click write a review, and let us know what you like about the show. And make sure you take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram, tag me at a purpose driven mom, and that's your entry. Again, if you've already left a review, you can go into the show, you can find your review. If you just go to view all reviews, it comes up very easily. Screenshot it, and you are eligible to enter to win the $20 gift card. Before we also dive into our episode, complete transparency, I've been sick for a few days, so I sound a little cloudy. And if you're listening, you're like, you sound funny, Kara. Yes, I do. (laughs) And it's because the neti pot is not doing its job yet, and I'm just waiting to get cleared up. So hopefully we'll get through this episode with minimal interruptions for any sort of coughing or cold there. But it's one of the perks, right, of getting to work from home and create my own schedule. Last announcement and reminder is that this Monday is the National Mom Summit for Health and Fitness, and they're sponsoring this episode today. It is a one-day virtual summit. I am presenting and speaking, so if you go to a purposedrivenmom.com slash nationalmomssummit, that's moms with an S, then you can get an absolutely free ticket. Topics include self-care, talking about food addiction and emotional eating, how to decrease overwhelm and develop goals that matter. That's my presentation. Um, Five Secrets to Everless Weight Loss in 2020, How Being Mindful Can Reconnect You to Your Inner Wisdom, Living a Life of Impact, Rediscovering Your Body's Joy, and the Role of Hormones on Women's Weight Loss. If you want to get that and a whole bunch of free prizes, just go over to a apurposedrivenmom.com slash nationalmomssummit and you can get a ticket. I'm going to link everything that I talk about today though over on the show notes. It's at apurposedrivenmom.com slash podcast36. Now let's dive in and talk about how you can find time to invest in yourself as a busy mom. And it's the perfect time to talk about this since we're in January. I'm sure you have some goals, some resolutions, and you're probably wondering, how am I actually going to do these things? I talk to a lot of the moms that I coach in my VIP program, and I hear a lot of overwhelmed, a lot of I've made too many goals, I don't know where to start, and maybe that's you. We're about halfway through the month, and maybe you've gotten to the point where you've created these goals, you've done the plan, and now 
the motivation's gone or you don't know how you're going to find the time or all of a sudden people need you and they're pulling you in every direction and you think again, see, this is why I don't make goals because I can't find the time to do it. Today we're going to talk about how you can. First, I just want to start with the fact that it is important for you to invest in your own learning and growth. And I've shared this before, but I thought that personal growth and development was totally weird. I would hide whenever I was in an area where, you know, you're at the store and a big signs that say like self-help. Now they say personal growth, right? But these say like self-help and I was like, I'm fine. I don't need any help. This is for weirdos. Like therapy is not for me. And then I started working with Beachbody and one of their principles was for you to Focus on your personal growth. And it changed everything for me. From the day I picked up that first book is the day my mindset changed. It was the day that I realized my own potential. I realized how much I could do if I just grew a belief system. And then it all has trickled down from there. Now learning and growth is part of my day-to-day. I take in a few hours every day of some sort of growth for me. And I feel like it makes my mood better. It makes me a better mom. It makes me a better me. makes me a better businesswoman. And it's all because I took a leap. So I understand that you're busy and I understand that you have a lot to do. But listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now, like you're already there. This is doing personal growth and development for you. Today we're going to talk about how you can take it a step further, but know that if you're getting in this podcast while you're driving in the car, maybe you're doing it while you're folding laundry, doing the dishes, cooking dinner, whatever your story is, I'm proud of you because you're showing up and you're showing up in a way that a lot of people don't. There are so many people that I talk to and they're like, what is a podcast? How do you download a podcast? you do what? (laughs) People have no idea. And so you're already ahead of the game. But if you don't spend the time to fill your cup, if you don't spend the time to take care of you, if you don't spend the time to go ahead and go in and do reading and growth, and not just in areas that are personal growth and development, but in learning, in hobbies, in skills, then you're going to feel stuck. As moms, we get very lost along the way. And one of the best ways to keep your motivation as a mom in like the mundane day-to-day, because listen, I get it, doing the dishes every day and folding the same load of laundry and these kids always need to eat, (laughs) you know, the monotony, the days run into each other. But I found that by creating a learning and growth plan for myself, I found a spark. I found something that was exciting. I found something that was for me. And so there are two types of kind of like learning that I recommend. And the one is that personal growth stuff. The one is where you're learning for your own mental health and well-being. This may be if you picked a word of the year. I give this example on our goal setting challenge that if you know if you picked your word of the year and it was brave, then maybe you would read a book like uh, Do It Scared by Ruth Sukup, right? Because that could really help. If you picked a word that was consistent, maybe you would read Atomic Habits by James Clear. And we're actually reading that right now in our book club. And I'm going to give you some of my favorite uh, recommendations and what I read in 2019 in a little bit. So if you're not sure where to start. But starting with going through and deciding, okay, um, where do I want to learn and grow is where you're going to see the most changes. So start with the mindset. What is something holding you back in your mindset? What is an area you need to grow on? Uh, This is why I love diving into things by like Brene Brown and she talks about shame and going after your truth and your authentic self. All of those are key important levers. The other thing though that I think as busy moms we really need to do though is we need to create a learning and growth plan around something that's fun, around a passion, around a hobby. If you want to learn how to cook this year, 
you can go to a cooking class. And now the internet has made it incredible that you don't have to go anywhere. You literally can do this from your home. If you wanted to learn how to knit, you can watch videos on YouTube. I'm learning Spanish right now. I'm actually not even starting till February, my Spanish lessons, because I'm going to El Salvador this summer. I'm gonna go on a missions trip. It's my first one, I'm so excited. But one of the things I said was I wanted to relearn Spanish. I took it in high school. I have almost enough credits for a minor in college. So I have got so much Spanish in my head, but it's just you know buried behind the errands and the to-do list and the mom brain. So my goal this year is to start taking Spanish lessons again so that when I go down to El Salvador, I can speak um, more fluently and communicate with people better. These are all important things. No matter what your hobby is or what you want to learn, the internet can help you do it. And you can create a plan that just gives you a little bit of spark and gives you an excitement. We were actually talking on our Purpose Driven Mom VIP calls about uh, knitting and crocheting. A lot of the moms did that, and I've never done any of that. And so many of them got inspired by each other talking about, oh, you're going to knit? Oh, I should pick up the needle, and I should knit too. And it was just fun to see that little light come back. Because as moms, we lose that light, don't we? We forget that we love to do things. This is what happened with me when I started reading again. I literally was just stuck. I was reading tons of self-help and I was listening to audiobooks and podcasts and you know, I felt really developed in that sense. But I hadn't read fiction in years. I hadn't picked up a book and I used to love reading. And then in November of 2018, I was like, I'm done, I'm gonna read. And this is actually when I applied for the part-time job at Barnes & Noble, uh, ironically enough. I, I must have been in the store long enough and I was like, I'm doing this, I'm gonna get a book. And it began for me. And that's when I made a reading goal of 24 books for 2019. I finished the year at 44. This year I've made my goal of 52 books. I've already finished my first book. I'm almost done with my second. And I just love it. And once I started reading again for me, wow, I felt amazing. I just found all of these little exciting light bulb moments for me. All these things that I really enjoyed doing just came alive for me. And these can be the same things that happen for you. So a couple steps that I'm going to recommend to create a learning and growth plan. And again, you're going to want kind of two. You're going to want one that's for your mindset and one that's just for you, just for a hobby or something that you enjoy. My first question to you is, what do you already have? I know my uh, my moms, that's what I call you, my moms, I know you pretty well. And I know that a lot of you are what we like to call course junkies. That means that you buy all the courses. <laughs> you buy all the courses, you buy all the things, you love them, you love a good bundle. I've been talking about the productivity bundle that just came out. I had so many women, I think it was like 83 women who bought just from my link and I know tens of thousands of women buy this every year. So I know that you're listening probably have bought a course before. Maybe you bought one of my courses. <laughs> you know, maybe you've bought a course from someone else. Maybe you even have some free training sitting in your email. Maybe you want to sign up for a webinar, whatever it is. My question to you is, what do you already have? Because if you already have stuff, my suggestion is to start there and not pay for something else. Now, I'm all about priority-based living and priority-based spending and everything being aligned with what matters to you. So if I saw um, a course, for example, that was like, learn how to speak Spanish in 60 days, I would completely research it and buy it because I want to learn how to speak Spanish in 60 days. I see the value in that. So if there's something that's aligning with your goals, uh, you know, full permission, if it fits, to spend money on it. But know that you don't always have to spend money on it. There's tons of ways that you can get things for free. So things that you can do for free. Uh, besides, you know, courses and ebooks, like you have to pay for them a lot of times. But podcasts are absolutely free. And if you're already listening here, I actually do want to share with you some of my favorite podcasts that could kind of go into your learning and growth plan. 
All right, no particular order, but I did want to share with you some of my favorite podcasts that are absolutely free if you're looking to work on your mindset. So these ones are my faves for moms in particular. Cultivating the Lovely is a great one. Do It Scared with Ruth Suka. I also love Don't Mom Alone by Heather McFadden. Some of the other ones that I really enjoy are the ones that come from Focus on the Family. So they've got a Focus on the Family Marriage. There's Focus on the Family um, Regular. There's Focus on the Family Parenting. Those ones have been really great for me when it comes to parenthood. Otherwise, when it comes to parenthood, I really enjoy the Raising Arrows podcast. She has a large family, and even though I don't, it gives me a lot of really great tips on how to run a large family. Real Happy Mom with Tonia Mayambe. She is a wonderful person, and I just love her show. She's got some really great great guests on that kind of make me think differently about things like self-care, and she's also a working mom, and that is so helpful. There's not that much out there for working moms. So if you are a working mom, I really recommend that one. I also love The Better Life Project with Kelsey Van Kirk. She hasn't had new episodes in a while because she has a lot of stuff going on personally, but you can go back and binge. And my very favorite mom one, the Homemaking Foundations podcast, it was actually the very first podcast I ever listened to on the topic of homemaking and raising a family. I also want to throw a plug in for my friend Carolina and her podcast, Mama Instincts. It just talks about how you can raise your kids with a just happy, healthy, and mindful approach. And then Mother Like a Boss, I enjoy this one. Sometimes I do feel like I'm getting yelled at a little bit because she's got a really tough love spirit. So I found that I can't listen to like more than two episodes in a row without needing a break. But I think a lot of that is just me needing to reflect on something she said because it's triggered me. And I'm like, ooh, I am doing that. Um, when it comes to things like taking care of your home or finances, I wanted to share some of my favorites around that. So A Slob Comes Clean is a decluttering podcast. That one is one of my faves. I love listening to that one. I also love to listen to the YNAB, You Need a Budget, and the Frugal Friends when it comes to figuring out your finances. Speaking of a finance one that I absolutely love, um, Ty and Talat from His and Her Money, it's a great podcast that you can listen to absolutely for free and you can listen to it with your spouse and it really allows you guys to have really good conversations just about money. Oh, I forgot to add this last one, Minimal-ish with Desiree. Um, She talks about how you can start living a more minimal life without being super extreme about it and that speaks to my soul. So no matter what you're trying to learn, those are some of my favorite podcasts and you can jump into them for free. Now, there's other ways that you can get things for free that I've shared before. You can go to the library. I'm hitting up the library later today after my haircut appointment to drop off and grab some new books. You can also use the library apps. Those things include Libby, Overdrive, or Hoopla, and they have free books that you can get. So a lot of times we have these excuses, oh, it's so expensive to learn and grow. Listen, if you aren't at the place to invest in a course right now, okay, can you go and get some free stuff to start? Now, once you realize what you have and all of your resources, I recommend that you kind of put it together to organize your current courses. So I have a Trello board. I'm actually sharing a Trello mini course with anyone who bought the productivity bundle from my link. You'll be getting it this week. Today's Thursday when this episode goes live, and you should be getting it today or tomorrow. Um, I have it out for you, and it's how you can organize using Trello. But you can organize your courses and your materials any way possible. I recommend that you kind of go through by subject and you make lists. So in Trello, you can make these things called lists. Think of them like folders. 
and you can have all of the courses that are for learning how to meal plan in one, all of the courses that are for learning how to scrapbook in one, all of the courses and the resources even. This is like if you come across a blog post or a podcast episode you want to re-listen to. For me, for business, I have a whole business board and it has all of my things in there. On Trello, I'm allowed to make cards, and so each card would be the course. I keep my password, I keep my login, I keep the website address. How many times have you gone to watch a course or a video and you're like, oh, I have zero idea where the login is or what the URL is, so I'm just not going to do it. It happens to me all the time, and I used to try to keep them in bookmarks, but sometimes I wasn't on the same computer, so now I just keep everything on one big Trello board. But you can do the same thing in Google Drive, in Google um yeah, in Google Drive, you can make little folders and get it all set up there. But I just like prefer Trello. But you got to go through and you got to organize everything that you already have. This way, you can see what you're working with. Once you figure that out, I'm going to recommend that you then break it down based on kind of like a seasonal topic for yourself. So ask yourself, what is an area of improvement that would be the biggest catalyst for change this month? So I make it a goal to do um, one business course and one personal course a month. That's my goal. Um, and I'm always doing other types of learning, like I mentioned, but this is like one time a day where I'm doing coursework and I take it like a student. I have a little notebook and I really turn off distractions and I focus on the course at hand. But if I was to tell myself, oh, Kara, just do this course by the end of the month, it would never happen. So I use my 15-minute formula strategy and I break it down. For example, I picked one of the courses that was in the productivity bundle. It's called Refine Your Life and it's kind of about finding your purpose and uh, excusing limiting beliefs or getting rid of limiting beliefs. And I went through and I looked at how many modules was in the course. Well, this was an easy one. It had four modules and they each had four lessons. I wonder if she did that intentionally. Uh, so I figured, cool, by the end of the month, I can totally do this. So what did I do? I did some math. I divided up the modules by the amount of um, weeks that I had so I knew exactly how many I had to do that week. That made it a lot less scary and a lot less daunting. Because if you're like most people, you'd say, oh, I'm going to do it by the end of the month. And it's mid-month now. Have you started it? Maybe not, right? Maybe you're waiting. Maybe you just haven't got there yet. So this way... What you can do is you can break it down so that you're like, all right, I know how many modules I have to do. And then I recommend even breaking the lessons down. So for this one, there was only four lessons per module. So I knew I needed to do four every single week. Then I went into my calendar, I pre-planned it out, and I decided what day I was going to do it, what time of day. I like to keep my course time the same time of day, if at all possible. It creates a routine and a habit. And I went through and wrote it in my planner. Module 1.1, module 1.2, module 1.3, module 1.4. I planned it out. When you do this, it actually sets you up <laughs> to complete it. It sets you up for success because instead of just this big, oh, I'm going to do it, you've got to plan. Now, you can do this for anything. If you pick a book, you can break down the pages. We do this in the Purpose Driven Mom Club. Part one of the perks in our book club is I give out a reading guide and I go through and I break the book down. If you want to complete it by the end of the month, this is how many pages you have to read. 10 pages a day or a chapter a day, it is a lot less scary than I have to finish this many books. That's how I broke down my reading goal. I knew that I wanted to read four books by the end of each month. If I did that, then I would be on track to hit 52 books for the year, which is my goal. Instead of saying, all right, I'll just read four books and see what happens, I made a plan. And that's the key lever that so many people are missing is they don't go in with intentional plans for their goals. They make the goals, they make the vision board, they think it's great, but they don't have an action plan. I don't believe you have to rigidly stick to your action plan, right? I don't believe that if 
things go wrong and you mess up, you have to start again on Monday or it wasn't meant to be or you're a failure. But if you don't have an intentional plan, the time is going to pass and your things are just not going to get done. So what I do recommend you do is you come up with a plan. So this was my plan for reading. I knew that if I wanted to get four books done, I either had to read one book a week or come up with a different plan. Now, one book a week just doesn't work for me because I feel like then I'm just reading like one type of book and I don't like that. So I'm a parallel reader. I like to read at different uh, times of the day, different types of books based on what I need. Some people don't love that, but this is the plan that works for me. So here's how I broke my four books down. I'm reading a devotional book. Right now I'm reading the book, Exchanging Parents' Angry Reactions for Biblical Responses. This is by Wendy Speak and Amber Leah. I am adoring this devotional. I need it. It's made me feel like a much happier mom because I'm tired of yelling at my kids. <laughs> I'm tired of it. It's not the mom I want to be. And this devotional, it's short. Every single day I'm reading a little chapter of it. I'm just adding it to my prayer. It's been really helpful. So I do that every morning. Now, if I keep on top of my devotionals, by the end of the month, that will be done. It only takes me five to seven minutes to read and then I journal. Uh, and it's a short way to start my morning. But five to seven minutes every day will mean that I complete this book. So my plan is to do a devotional book in the morning. When I'm done with this one, I'm probably going to move to The Power of a Praying Wife. I read that one last year, and I also read Triggers last year. But I don't think there's anything wrong with rereading books. Some people, I think they make really big books, and then they just read just to get the books, you know, tallied up. I like to read with a purpose. So rereading for me, it doesn't mean that I'm not going after something new or learning something new. It just means I'm getting the repetition in and repetition allows you to actually grow skills. So I'm probably going to read The Power of Praying Wife again when I'm done with this and then find a new devotional book um, that I want to read. So that's my first minute of the day, my first book that I'm attacking. Then midday, I read for our book club. So I mentioned that in the Purpose Driven Mom Club, we do a book club. It's always some sort of personal growth and development that has to do with the theme of the month. And this month is creating goals and habits. So we're reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'd already mentioned that in this episode. Uh, I really like it, and I broke it down to read a chapter a day, and then I'll get done with that by the end of the day. This takes me 10 minutes. At the most, Ariana, she is awake. So this is when Isaiah is napping, and me and Ariana, it's my four-year-old, we sit there, and she colors or does something with stickers or play-doh or she loves crafts so she'll sit and do something for independent play and I sit on the couch and read for 10 minutes and it's if I have to stop and help her I'm not angry or mad because she wants my help um I just pause and get right back to it it's a great way to have her see me reading and then it's also a great way for her to grow independence so that allows me to get through that book at the end of the day, I read a fiction book, and that one's for me. I tend to read more than just 10 minutes a day on that. I love to read fiction. So I actually just finished my first book of the year. I read Watching You by Lisa Jewell. I really like these, like, psychological thrillers. If you're if I'm not reading World War II historical fiction, I'm reading, like, a psychological thriller um, or suspense novel. I really like that or anything by Ruth Ware. Uh, so I actually just finished that last week, and I'm about to go to the library today to pick up The Tattooist of Auschwitz has been on my list forever and every time I get it from the library it has a three-week hold and I just don't ever get to it in time so I'm prioritizing that that's going to be the next book that I read because it, I wanted to read it for a long time so I am aiming for one fiction book a month but I know me I'll probably hit two because they're just more fun for me I don't want to watch a lot of tv I want to sit and read 
The fourth way I'm aiming to get a book in is through an audiobook. So I make a plan for this. I listen to podcasts throughout the day, but audiobook time is when I'm at work. So when I close, I work at a bookstore. When we close at the end of the night, we have an hour. We got to clean up and we got to get the store together. And so what my plan is during that time is I listen to an audiobook. Now I tend to listen on like 1.25 speed on Hoopla app or even 1.5 so I can get through a book kind of fast. Right now I'm reading a book called Chasing Contentment. I think the author is Eric Raymond. And I can get through it. It's a five-hour audiobook. So if I have five closing shifts in the month, which I typically do, then I can get through the entire book. And again, I listen at 1.25, so I get through it a little bit faster. So if I come up with this plan, and I want you to do the same, and I stick with it, by the end of the month, I'll hit my goal. Four books, and then I just repeat. This way, I'm learning different things when I want it. So I want you to come up with a plan for you as well. What time of day are you going to be doing your learning? When are you going to be taking your course? When are you going to be doing your reading? What kind of reading are you going to be doing? By pre-planning things, you allow the pockets of time to work for you and not time to just pass. You need to also decide where and when it's going to happen. So one of the things we read about Atomic Habits is that people need clarity. Uh, he, wrote, he writes that many people think that what they lack is motivation when it's really clarity and a plan. And that is so incredibly true. So one of the suggestions he gives for creating any sort of good habit is that you need to have a when, when and where it's going to happen. So if you say that you have this course and it's on how to like use your slow cooker, maybe you're learning how to cook dinners because you struggle with that. My hand is raised. That is me. I would totally take a course. I'm like how to make freezer meals. Say you get this course together and you've mapped it out and you're like, okay, great. I know that I have to take five 15-minute um, chunks throughout my week to finish this. You have to take it a step further. Now determine when and where it's going to happen. When are you going to have your 15 minutes? Is it as soon as the kids go to bed? Is it midday so you can have like a little mommy time, uh, you know, during nap? Is it first thing in the morning? Are you going to get up a little bit early? Decide when and then also decide the where, the location. This eliminates decision fatigue and just allows it to happen. So for me, I have my course. One of the recommendations I, I want to give you though is I want you to have your tab up on your computer pretty much at all times. I know that that might drive a couple people crazy. I'm not one of those who has like 100 tabs and it's funny, I'll get on coaching calls this is my clients and we share screens and I'm like, oh, the tabs. Now I probably have about five tabs at one time, but I, I've seen a lot. Um, no judgment, no judgment on your tabs, but um, I know that some people don't like that. I keep one tab up of whatever I'm learning for the day. So currently, I'm taking this one course, but it's only four modules I have to take a week, so today is not a course day. But I'm also taking a business course and um, I'm catching up on some coaching calls for my business coaching because his calls are like four hours long. So it takes me a while to get through them. So I keep the tab up on my computer all day long. So when I have a little break, if I'm checking emails, I just press play. Or, you know, I have it ready and available for me. So you need to decide not only when you're going to do it, like what time of day, but where is it going to happen? I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to read through this knitting instructional book. I'm going to sit at my desk in the office and I'm going to watch this video on how to start a photography habit. I'm going to go in the kitchen and I will be watching these cooking tutorials for my slow cooker. A couple of things you have to pre-plan, right? What you're doing, when you're doing it, where you're doing it. Once you do those three, you're going to eliminate a ton of excuses for yourself. I also want to just encourage you though, if you're like, I don't even know where, like where am I supposed to find the time? There are pockets all over the place that we choose not to use. Start to do a time inventory and say, where am I wasting time? Where can I be more intentional with my time? 
what are you doing in the car? We like to turn our car into drive time universities, what Darren Hardy calls it, where there's constantly learning going on. If we're not listening, we listen to K-Love, which is Christian Worship Radio. You can get it on Spotify or wherever. Um, but we also will listen to personal growth and podcasts. If I have a long drive, you better believe that I'm like, what podcast? I predetermine what podcast I'm listening to or what audiobook, and I get excited about that. Before bed is also a great time to do something. The kids have just gone to bed. Make it a part of your evening routine. You want to sit down and say, I'm taking 15 minutes for me. And by using this 15-minute practice, I'm going to tell you, it really, really works. Because I had mapped out that I needed to take these four classes last week, these four lessons, I knew that if I didn't do them, I would be behind on my goal. And it was just 15 minutes. I already did the work. I know that it's just 15 minutes. So when I sat down one night, I think it was last weekend, maybe it was last Friday, I had the TV to myself. I never have the TV to myself. We have one TV in the whole house. And I never get it to myself, um, but my oldest has basketball practice, so my husband was with them. The littles had just gone to bed. It was a late night for the boys, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I have an hour. Like, I can watch television, like, all by myself. And I almost turned the crown on. I uh, was about to press play. And I looked at my planner because I'm, I'm not a person who can just sit and watch TV. If I'm watching TV, I'm doing something else. So I opened my planner. I thought maybe I'll get some emails answered. And I saw right there the course module that I hadn't done for the day. And I thought, Kara, it's just 15 minutes. So I paused it. I started the course. I went through the audio. And guess what happened? I decided to then do a second one. And then I thought, you know what? It's getting late. It was like 930. I don't want to watch another episode of The Crown. Like if I even press play on The Crown, I'm going to be up for a full hour. And I still want to read. So I didn't watch any TV that night. And I went upstairs and I read. And that's how I finished my book. And I, it was a trickle of responses. That time before bed while you're doing your evening routine before you close your eyes, it's really a good time for you. I find that at the end of the night, I'm so kind of like fried from the day that work doesn't happen very well for me. Even though that's like one of my big chunks from 8.30 to 10.30 to work, that's when I'll typically do calls. Um, working um, with other people, I can do that at night. I feel like equipped to do that. It fills my cup. But sitting and quietly like writing blog posts or recording podcasts, I'm just, I'm too fried. But I found that that's a great time to do things like courses because I don't really feel like doing work, but I know I should do something to like grow my business or grow my personal growth. And so sitting and watching a 15-minute module in a video course or reading a bit of an ebook, it really does help. So that time is important. You could also do first thing in the morning if you like in the mornings to get up a little bit earlier before your kids and say you don't want to jump right in. You're, you know, you're up early, but you're still a little tired. And you're like, I don't feel like jumping all the way in to doing things right now. Pressing play on a video course or listening to a podcast is a great way to get your mindset for the day. And it's like low lift. Again, just start with 15 minutes, okay? And when you pre-plan, you will eliminate excuses. And when you track your progress, you will start to see success and you will see that you're making moves. So what I want you to do and some calls to action for you are to decide what are you going to spend your time on, what course are you going to take, organize what you have, and then pre-plan it out for the next six weeks, what you're doing each week, what modules you're going to listen to, what chapters of a book you're going to read. Really make a plan and make a tracker. We love stickers and positive reinforcement. I always tell women that like you need to grow that external muscle while the internal muscle is still growing. And yes, we should just be motivated to do things, but that's not how it works. And you sometimes a sticker chart or you treat yourself to a coffee if you finish the course or whatever it is, all of that works and is okay as long as it's priority based and fits in with your goals. So pick what you're going to do and get started. 
You also are probably gonna wanna take notes. So I use my Trello boards for it, but sometimes I also use the notepad on my phone. So if, for example, I'm reading Atomic Habits right now, while I'm reading, what I do is if I see a quote that I like, I save it on the notepad on my phone. When I'm completely done with the book, and, and this is, so I get most of my books from the library or I borrow them from work, so I don't highlight in them. If I find that I really love a book, so I read Joy of Missing Out last year by Tanya Dalton. I highly recommend this book. I borrowed it from work and because um, we have a system where you can borrow hardcovers. I highlighted within the first chapter. I was like, I need to buy this book. So unless I find that I'm like itching to highlight, then I probably won't buy a book um, unless it's for a gift. So I take the notes in my notepad on my phone. Then I'll go to Trello at the very end of the book. And then I rewrite any quotes that stood out to me, any action steps. I can reuse these for social media posts. I can use these when I need some motivation. I can create a plan for myself. This way I'm getting, again, the repetition. But then I'm filtering out stuff that's like actually really important that I want to stick in my head. You can also use things like Goodreads. So come find me on Goodreads. I'll link over that at a purposedrivenmom.com slash podcast 36. I... Love Goodreads. It gives you like a little bar where you can track your goals. You can see what your friends are reading. It gives great recommendations. So I also will track there. Um, but pick a new focus. Moving forward, I want you to pick a focus for each month and then start to implement. This way, you can change it up. You can work on something for you. You can find your spark again. You're also going to want to make sure you find a community. So listen, if you're not over in our free Facebook group, come on over, girl. We are waiting for you. Just search A Purpose Driven Mom or get it over at the show notes. On Facebook, we've got a great free community group where we can chat about it. You can do book clubs. You can have friends who do courses together. Accountability is that extra added motivation. So this week, I want you to take action. I want you to find a podcast. I want you to listen to a book. I want you to look at the courses you already have. And listen, if you need a course, if you're like, I'm not sure how to get started. I want something short and sweet. I've got a brand new mini course. It's a mini money mindset training. This was actually a bonus for anyone who got the Busy on a Budget 2.0. I made it available in my store and I'm going to have a little sale since we're always talking about priority-based spending um, on this. If you use the code 2020SALE over on the site, it's a purposedrivenmom.com slash mini money, M-I-N-I. And again, I'll link all this and use the code 2020SALE. You can get this mini training for $20.20. I know, adorable, right? Um, as we go into 2020, I hope this gives you some tips, some motivation, and that inspiration to not hit that mid-January slump where we tend to quit on our goals. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you over on Instagram and in our Facebook group. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you were able to get some tips to just parent with more intentionality. Make sure you head over to Facebook and join our private Facebook community group. Just search A Purpose Driven Mom and it'll come up. You can also go to apurposedrivenmom.com slash podcast and you will have access to every single podcast, all the show notes, all the links, all the freebies and all the goodies that I have for you. Thank you again for being a part of the community and I would love and appreciate it if you head over and gave a five-star rating and review. It allows us to find other purpose-driven moms, have an impact on them, and I would love to feature you as the reviewer of the week. Thanks again, and have an amazing day.